0: Welcome, cadets and captains, to another episode of M Class Podcast. Yes. Oh, fuck, it. it's that time again. It's time for the M Class, baby. I'm Jeff. It's time for the M Class, baby. It's time for. The- <laughs> I'm Josh. <laughs> and on this show, we sit down with a piece of Star Trek media and we sure do talk about it. We do stuff. I don't know. What else do we do? Talk about know. poop and butts. You know what, right up here at the beginning of the show, I'm mad. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm fucking, I'm livid. I. What's happening? What happened? This month, we have a sponsor. It's Bits, Chips, and Flipped Scripts who has paid uh, a not insignificant amount of money in order to be our sponsor this I month. I blew mine on hookers. And we, uh, let, well, let's not talk about that publicly. <laughs> <laughs> shit uh we uh, we have these great sponsors and uh, it seems that uh, even with our vast reach that they're not really getting the love they deserve. Oh they need the love because they are just a fucking amazing podcast bits chips and flip scripts you can find them anywhere great podcasts are given for free and uh-huh. you can also find them on Twitter at BC and FS. So go check them out follow them I uh, I feel like they've gotten like 10 listeners out of the shit so far it's, it's are those the 10 listeners who listen to our show <laughs> oh, <it's... laughs> oh shit <laughs> Don't say these words to me <laughs> These mean mean words <laughs> uh, no we have like 12 listeners sure. Uh, we're in the middle of Daruma's Oops! All War Criminals mini-collection. <laughs> uh, three episodes where, boy, they sure do some war crimes in this one, huh? I was like, what's the war crimes in this one? And then I kind of remembered, and I was like, oh, right, right, yeah. right. There's uh, some hopping on borders. There's some murdering of innocent civilians. There's Yeah. Uh, this uh, is the... World War II war crimes going on. For sure. This is the second episode of the three-episode collection, Deep Space Nine's The Gem Hadar, Season 2, Episode 26. I thought we were going to watch Voyager this week, because I...
1: <laughs>
0: Dodged a bullet. Why. I don't know why I thought that, but maybe I was just dreading it. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, Voyager is a roll of the dice, where the dice are heavily weighted against Oh, yeah, him. yeah. Uh, it's like you're rolling the dice against Qui-Gon, and he's constantly <laughs> moving it to bad... What a fucking cheater. Did the Jedi not He have, cheats? Did the Jedi not have rules against cheating? Well, Qui-Gon doesn't follow the rules, right? That's like true. he's sort of like He's a, a loose cannon cop on the edge. Yeah. Turn in your lightsaber and gun. Gun? <laughs> he probably has a gun. He's Qui Gon, he's crazy. That's true. This, Why did they uh, shoot Darth Maul? That would be so much easier, right? Just wait until he's fighting the other guy and shoot him in the back. You already fucking cheated at dice. Who cares? Yeah. Just like like Obi Wan does with Grievous, just shoot him. Uh, this episode is uh, written by Iris Stephen Bayer, who needs no introduction. One of the like tentpole forefathers of this era of Star Trek. Yeah. And uh, directed by Kim Friedman,
1: who mm-hmm.
0: um, directed quite a few episodes of Deep Space Nine and Voyager. Uh the only one we've seen on this show is The Search Part 1 from Deep Space 9. Oh yeah, we did that. Which I don't remember what that is, but That's where they get the defiant. I think you're right. Cuz this is the, this is the end. The one we're doing today is the end of uh season 2 when the show starts getting good. Like this is like maybe the first like Really, kind of good episode. <laughs> <of> Deep Space <Like>, Nine? Nine starts stronger than all the rest of sure Star does. Trek, but um, yeah, it it gets so much better at the end of season two, beginning of season three. It gets a little lost in itself with the like, we can't go anywhere, really, right? Yeah. It, like it, it kind of lags. They don't have the tools necessary to yeah. really make that as compelling as it could be. And then Daddy Starfleet gives them a hot rod and they tear <laughs> ass around the galaxy. Uh, Kim Friedman is probably better known for winning an Outstanding Directing and Drama Series Emmy Award for Law & Order episode. Am I doing the Law Order? Uh, it was <laughs> close. You get that fucking guitar solo in there. Hell yeah. I can't do it either. Um, she also directed episodes of uh, a lot of old people shows. Golden Girls. Uh, Knott's Landing. Oh. Dynasty. The Love Boat. The Love Boat. Did anyone watch The Love Boat? Apparently. It was really popular at the time. What happened on The Love Boat? Was it just, like, cruising and then, like, 70s sex? You like know, I, I've never watched a single episode from beginning to end. I've I never seen know. it. I've never watched any of it. I do know I've seen the beginning of almost every episode, probably because then I changed the channel. Yeah, and it's got Ricardo Montalban. Yeah, Yeah, and they always have a guest star every single episode. There's a guest star. That was like a big thing. Even like like remember when like A team started doing that shit where they're like Boy George. (laughs) You're like, what? Why is Boy George in the A team? (laughs) And he's like a part of the A team. And he's
1: terrible at
0: acting. (laughs) But you know him from the TV. <laughs> Remember the Boy music. George? <laughs> uh but she was around for a long time. Uh, she's like 71 now, but she like directed episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Beverly Hills 90210. Ah, Sabrina. Uh she's she she got the goods. I mean, this episode has some really nice like camera work going on, nice direction. Yeah, there's a there's one shot I I, I was thinking about where they're. I, I couldn't tell if it was a set or not, and I was like, "That's weird." I feel like it is, but they're running through the woods at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was, was just like, is like is a big a set? set, I think. Yeah, uh, it looked like a look. I don't. know, There's a weird lighting on one of the trees, which made me thought think it was a set. It's uh, the shot that I think of when I think of this episode. Is Quark, and. Uh, cisco and eris in the stasis field that has the giant like spotlight going down and then it's just yeah, darkness yeah. in the cave around them yeah that's cool it's a really fucking cool look what a simple trick to show like oh this they're inside of a thing right yeah well, that's like that was like a tng special right yeah just have lights show where like there fluorescent lights, lights. <laughs> oh no <laughs> Did I show you that meme with him? I showed you yeah, that. Yeah, you've shown me every meme with him. I think I'm like a sucker for the Star Trek memes. <laughs> I am too. I, to be I hate honest. memes. They're dumb as shit. But yeah. like, those are okay. Star Trek, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, memes. For Star some Wars reason, ones. those get me. Uh, <laughs> the whole crux of this episode is like Cisco wants to spend time with his son Jake, and uh, everything in the universe gets in the way. <laughs> Oh my god, like, the, uh, like, fucking Jake is what causes the Dominion War. (laughs) Because he wants to fly a runabout, but that's not a real science project, so. Uh, I'm sure there was, I think the Bajorans, like, colonizing New Bajor is what causes the uh, Dominion War. Just to sort of take that off Jake's shoulders, yeah, but without his science. I mean, I guess it's Keiko's fault, really. Yeah, she's the Keiko, one who assigned the science project. Yeah, she wants the science project. But so. Really, it's Cisco's fault because he installed Keiko as the teacher. On oh the shit! Really, it's Picard's fault for letting Keiko go with O'Brien. <laughs> it's also Picard's fault for killing Cisco's wife and causing oh him God. to be sent here. It's Lecutis's fault. It's true. And it all goes back to being some admiral's fault that it happened <laughs> at all. It's that admiral who dies in Wolf Three Five Nine. Rest, admiral, in, old rest man. in pieces. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so let's start at the beginning of this episode. Let's do our normal run through. Yeah. Cisco, <laughs> uh, it comes home to find that his son Jake is growing little plants. Bajoran Caterpods. Caterpods. Yeah, I think it's, he's growing Pokemon caterpies. <laughs> and Cisco is like, "What the fuck is a Pokemon?" <laughs> he's like, "What what's, is this your science project?" Yeah, this sucks dick. What do, <laughs> Dude, what do you wanna- I I was like, "What a good dad!" Like, cause he knows like. Like, it's a sucky project, and he's like, well, I think you can do better. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's really supportive. He's a really nice dad. He is a really great dad. He's the best dad in all Star Trek, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he is. Yeah. If there are any other dads. Yeah. Good Disco. Good Disco. He's a bad cool. dad, because he lies to Disco. He, he does, but... <laughs> Your mom's actually an alien. He makes such good jambalaya, though. Yeah. <laughs> And gumbo, so it's worth it. <laughs> but, like, Jake's like, yeah, it's a, f- it's a good project. It's easy. It's- yeah, it's yeah. just goes like, no, 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 you can do better. What would you- If you could do any science project in the world, what would you do? And he's like, fucking fly a runabout. Right. And he's like, that's a lame project because it's not science. He's like, how is that a science project, idiot? <laughs> uh, Jake's like, oh, I'd love to go to the Gamma Quadrant. And he's like, and do what? Right. And he's like, uh, uh, planetary survey, (laughs) which sounds like stupid, to be honest, especially when they get there and the tricorder just tells them everything anyway. But, uh, yeah, they like, they're like, I tested the dirt and it's like, yeah, no, you scanned the dirt with the tricorder. (laughs) Like you didn't do anything. Hopefully the tricorder isn't fucked up. (laughs) Has lead in the soil. Like, should we be sleeping on this ground? Yeah, it's fine. We used to eat lead, so it's fine. Oh, it's fine, yeah. Mercury, Mad Hatter. But Cisco's (laughs) like, yeah, let's go on a working vacation together. Get spend some time together. Yeah. And everything goes perfectly well the end. And that's it for this episode. See you next week, guys. See, it's fucking... Join the Patreon. Um, (laughs) Kira is, like, talking about New Bajor, which becomes very important later, as mentioned earlier. Uh, yeah they they've colonized the planet in the gamma quadrant and they have this fucking this boss ass irrigation system that you got to see to believe. Oh it's the best so much fucking water you ain't gonna believe the fucking water pressure in these pipes. Makes the Roman aqueducts look like the Roman aqua fucks. Oh my god that was like such a strong strong language in this episode. <laughs> I mean it's Kira, so you know, she's a redhead. It's true. Everything goes back to redheads with you, huh? I mean yeah. <laughs> racist. Anyway, um <laughs> You're married to one you know. You know what it's like. Um She she doesn't exhibit a lot of the redhead uh uh I don't inner rage I guess. I don't believe it. Uh, it's always there. It's part of it's a part of who we are. <laughs> but uh, you know, Cisco starts talking about how you know it's it's finally some time to spend with Jake. Like ever since we moved to the station, I've been so busy. Right. And he's like, you know, I it's a shame I'm gonna miss the reunion of Dax and Captain Keo. Yeah, because they they hate each other. Apparently, yes. it's not true though. No, they do They fucking hate each other. It's bullshit. She, it's- he, she's like, Keo is so arrogant, and is like, stirring the... He's shit-stirring, like, super hard. He's like, oh, he he's yeah. like, oh I, Kyo said the same thing about you. Yeah, <laughs> dude. And then you see who Keo is, and he's, like, someone's pop-pop, he's, and you're like, this, this guy's... Fucking Captain Grandpa. <laughs> he's just, like, every white-ass captain in Starfleet, like... Yeah. 57-year-old man guy. That's who he is. <laughs> he's, he's, Yeah, he's like 58, 59-year-old man. He's, he's, yeah, silver, hair, like, just the same dude. Him, Jellicoe, Picard. Same guy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so Jake big comes three. in, and he's like, hey, guess what? I want Nog to go. <laughs> he's like, I invited Nog to come along. And Picard, and, Picard, Sisko's like, uh, what? Oh? And then Dax and Kira are like, well, we gotta go. Kira, the way that uh, Nana Visitor acts in this scene is great. Like, she really, it's, it's like real, like, I believed it. Like, she smiles and she's like, okay, time to go. go. Yeah. Yeah. Cisco sort of pleads with Jake, and he's like, you know, we were, this was supposed to be our time together, and. Yeah. Jake sh- shows that it's for a stand-up reason. Like he's a stand-up guy. He's, you know, if Nog fails this project, he's thinking about dropping out of school cuz he doesn't yeah. he thinks he's too dumb. So it's Jake's fault that Nog loses his leg. It's Jake's fault that Nog becomes a Starfleet officer, yeah, and loses his leg. And then he gets a cool new leg. Yeah, what's he crying about with this leg? Right? I don't know. He, he's, it's not the leg so much. It's the fact that it got blown that got off shot. and all. I guess that, that's traumatizing, right? <laughs> uh, I couldn't imagine anything more traumatizing. Yeah, in, it's probably pretty in bad. More. Well, I, can't I they just. Like, dude, can't they just, like, grow a new leg? Yeah, that's what it is. He, they just grow him a new leg. They turn off the. The, they use, like, the CRISPR, right? Because we can do that now with CRISPR. Do you know what CRISPR uh, is? They can fucking grow me a new leg. Yeah, I know what CRISPR is. Yeah, that shit's terrifying. They'll just turn it's off, cool. like... It's awesome, but it's terrifying. Get me some Goro arms. Get my shit off. <laughs> Get me some extra red hair. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, no. Red eyes. Yeah. Oh, uh, that'd be dope. Like, yellow Sith eyes? That would be radical. Oh my god, you'd look so evil. I'm already that way. <laughs> you're already a Sith? You're already evil Sith man? Yeah, I mean, Why don't is, tell anyone. In the Star Wars universe, canonically, being a dickhead changes the color of your eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, when you're, like, touching the Force or whatever, it, like, fucks your body up, right? Like, if you're a dark side, like, you're destined to be fucked up looking, because you're just... its unnatural. Right? Yeah, it's true. Like, think about it. like the emperor shoots himself with the lightning and fucks himself up. Darth uh, Vader gets turned into a robot. Dooku's <laughs> fine. Dooku, is, he's but he's super old. True, <laughs> but I'm sure that was a pre-existing condition. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe his dick is weird. We just don't see it. That's true. He's he's got the weird curved lightsaber dick. That's why his lightsaber is curved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Keiko gives the two of them permission to team up uh, and tackle the science project together, but it has to be equal, so he right. has to come along. Yeah, D- Disco is like, why? Why Disco. don't we just? Why don't we just have <laughs> Nog review the findings? <laughs> like, yeah, like fuck he that can kid. stay home. Yeah, fuck him. No, so Cisco's finally like, all right, fine, he can come. Yep. It's a good reason, right? like, yeah, what, it's, like he, it's a very unselfish reason. Yeah, it wasn't like he was just like, I don't want to spend time with my dad, I want to hang out with Nog. He was right. like, no, I have to. Like, he even says, he's like, he's like, I, I have to try. Yeah. And that's, like, very sweet. This episode has some great uh, Jake and Nog shit in it. It's the best two yeah. kid characters in the history of Star Trek. Yeah, even when, like, Roe uh, Ro and uh, Whoopi Goldberg get turned into children... Yeah. Like, that's fine. okay. They're fine. And they m- might be the only two kids that are good besides Jake and Nock. They jump on the bed, which is super fun. And I miss jumping on the bed. I'm too right? big now. No, I'll kill myself. Yeah, I'll kill the bed. <laughs> I'll break stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah. Over in Quark's bar, uh, Quark is talking to Morn, who's like upstairs. He's not at the bar. He's only been drinking one drink all day, so you know he's depressed. Something's fucked up with him. And Quark's like, you know, I'm not just your bartender. I'm your friend. Why don't you tell me what's wrong? And <laughs> he goes. To Morn town. opens his mouth, and Quark is like, "Oh, hold on, one second. second." goes to talk to Odo. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good gag. Oh my god, I fucking love Morn. Holy shit, Morn is like the greatest fucking like recurring joke it's, ever. You would think it would be stupid, but it is not. Stupid. It never gets old. It doesn't. It gets better, only better. Uh, even when there's an episode about Morn, he still doesn't talk. <laughs> he's not even in the episode. <laughs> he's dead, quote unquote. Right? Like he's not even he's there, quote unquote. Dead. Yeah. They like they like kill him, and it's like, oh no, Morn. <laughs> no Morn. You feel bad. You yeah. feel bad for Morn in this scene when Odo for, like takes Quark away from him. <laughs> he's, he gets even sadder. You're like, oh Morn. But uh, Quark follows Odo around And he's like oh what did Cisco say What did he say And Odo says about what (laughs) He's like about using the station's Monitors for advertising Dude he's still on this Odo's like That would be uh," He's like guess He's like oh he said yes And he says guess Guess again again. (laughs) So banter is top notch In this episode Those two are great and Odo's like, oh, maybe Cisco doesn't like you. Quark's like, oh, you know, Cisco is not the one who doesn't, like, doesn't me. like me. Kira doesn't yeah. like me. He's like, oh, Cisco doesn't either. <laughs> Cisco doesn't like you either. <laughs> he's like, was there any way to change his mind? And Odo laughs at him and leaves. Dude, I love Quark in this episode. How delusional he is! Like, yes, like it's part of his charm, right? Because he's just, he's like. He's got to know, but he's, like, playing, like, this hand, right? Like, he's always, like, got this angle, right? Like, I'll just act like my kid loves me, that my nephew loves me. Yeah, exactly. Like, everyone knows that you're full of shit. Yeah, he's just full of shit. Yeah, yeah. Nog shows up and mentions the trip, and Quark's like, oh, you're going camping with Commander Sisko, huh? Mm, I guess I'll go with. Yep, yep. And fucking wacky shenanigans are going to happen, and you know it's going to be a fucking, it's going to be a trip from hell. Did you ever see that movie, uh, Wild Hogs? (laughs) Fuck no, what? It's going to be like Wild Hogs times ten. I thought, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Are we there yet? (laughs) <laughs> uh, up a Creek, or Without a Paddle. Without, without a paddle. paddle. That's what I was thinking about. Is that the one with Ice Cube, or the, is that Are We There Yet? Are We There Yet's the one with Ice Cube. What's Without a Paddle? Without a Paddle has, like, fucking... Um, uh, DJ whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> the, whi- the white guy who plays, like, a dickhead nerd in every movie. DJ whatever his name is yeah, the yeah, white yeah, guy yeah. who plays the dickhead in every movie without a paddle is Sean William Scott that's okay. the guy S- I, that Sean plays. William Scott is in it but that's not what I'm talking about uh, oh, Dax Shepard is oh, what I'm talking about Oh fucking the guy who's married to what's her name Yeah he's married to way out of his league lady Dude Oh <laughs> my god <laughs> yeah It's Matthew Lillard Seth Green and Dax Shepard Matthew Lillard I love Matthew Lillard yeah, Matthew and I love Lillard's Seth Green great that movie's all right. What movie? <laughs> Without a paddle. Oh, Oh, uh, it's all right. <laughs> it's like stupid, but it's like watchable. I don't know. Yeah, Dax Shepard is uh, married to um, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Yeah. Way out of his league. Yeah, I would. Say, shit. I would say. I would say so. Since I've shamed this man, uh, we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> We'll be back right after these messages from Bits Chips and Flipped Scripts. Subscribe! Subscribe!
1: After these messages, we'll be right back! Yeah! Hmm. Maybe if I. Hey there, ben Tholomew. What Tholomew. Uh, uh, what you working on there? Oh, hey Cam. I've played literally every video game in the universe, and now I'm trying to figure out what to do with myself. Well, Bamilton, I don't think putting staples in your copy of Gex, Enter the Gecko is going to help with that. Or Or will will it? it? Nah. Nah. Oh, why don't we just change up games that already exist? Uh Oh? Yes, my dear Bamjamin, let's make something new from something old. Yes, but that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Well, let's just speculate how the game would change instead. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Sounds like a podcast idea to me. Bits, chips, and flipped scripts. It's the butterfly effect in gaming. Find it wherever you get your podcasts from. Back to the show. Welcome back, everybody.
0: Subscribe to Bits, Chips, and Flip Scripts. Do it. Or else. At BC and FS on Twitter, yeah, yeah. go become uh, go become a Twitter follower. That's what it's called. That's the what you do on that site. Really, that uh, I've talked about this on MClass email, but I was on an episode of that podcast where we talked about uh, Super Mario Sunshine and the. Yeah. My, I came with, like, the single drop of water that causes the ripples. Like, the, the one change that changes the whole... You were the catalyst. I was the catalyst. Which the was, reagent they needed. It was such a simple catalyst, but it was one that, like, I felt like we had to do. Which is, like, instead in Mario Sunshine, instead of Mario firing water out of a big backpack, he mm. fires paint out of it instead. Yeah. And we ended up turning the game into, like, a 90s wet dream mashup. Um, <laughs> Mario gameplay, like, extreme Sonic the Hedgehog-ass attitude, and jet-set radio-style gameplay. I believe they call that tood. Yeah, tood with a little, a little a- apostrophe like, at the Apostrophe, beginning. yeah. Definitely like, check I'll out that episode. <laughs> that episode. That episode is really, it. it was so fun. It was really good. And yeah, somehow I, I apparently nervous. didn't curse on it. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Fucking amazing. Because, like, they just released the newest episode. And they're like, it's our first explicit episode where curses happen. And I was like, what the fuck? I was on that show. How did that You're happen? Pretty good. You're pretty good about not cursing. You're better than I am. I don't know about that shit. Um, <laughs> so, uh, back in Star Trek land. Uh-huh. uh nog and jake enter a runabout and uh disco is there you know cleaning <laughs> up trying to make it a nice safe play space for the boys a space camper that's what they are <laughs> and uh nog is like how do i fire the phasers yeah and, and jake's like nog jake's be like, fucking cool told you to be cool don't yeah but he will be doing that at some yeah. point or be trying anyway when he's not getting his leg blown off. Oh no. <laughs> that episode's gonna be hard to watch. Yes, it is. Josh That's is Josh's all bummers in this episode of him. I love that episode, but it's dark. It's dude. it's dark and it's it's like painful in it's, places for it's sure. It's like Yeah. It's like the beginning it's like the Star Trek version of the beginning of saving private Ryan. Oh my god, you're "You're right. You're like, Uh, holy shit. (laughs) uh, There's a great father son moment where Cisco, like, Nog walks, like, takes Jake's bag back in the back, and Cisco's like, fire the phasers. (laughs) And Jake's like, oh, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. You'll hardly know Nog is here. Yeah. But then, uh oh, uh oh, Quark comes in. (laughs) Two monkey wrenches. (laughs) And Quark's like, ah, oh, time for fucking vacation. And even Nog is like, What the hell are you doing here? Yeah, you get the sense like Nog's really like upset. Cause he yeah. like you kinda know that Nog, like, knows he's kind of buttoning in, right? Like he, yeah. he's aware. Like Nog's self aware. Right, right. Nog Nog doesn't like Quark very much. No, like, no. And it becomes more and more obvious as the show goes on that he does not like Quark very much. Yeah. Until Quark starts like kind of getting cool, right? Yeah. Like, he kind of gets a little more, like, chill. But uh, Quark comes up with this ho- complete horse shit where he's like, Rom doesn't think humans yeah. are friends to the Ferengi. He thinks they look down on them. They're all racist pieces of shit. Yeah, he's on this, like, racist thing this episode. And I think it's interesting because, like, it, it kind of highlights... Long. He's not. No, he's not. But it highlights, like, the difference between the Dominion and the Federation early on, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, there is human racism when it comes to Ferengi. Like, you know, nobody likes the Ferengi. (laughs) No, it's definitely not just human racism. The Klingons hate Ferengi. The Vulcans hate Ferengi. Everybody hates the Ferengi. Right, most they're Ferengi not hate other Ferengi. Right, the Ferengi are kind of annoying, and they're, that's, they're a contentious people. Yeah, <laughs> but like at the en- at the end, like like Cisco is like he's not that bad, right? Yeah, because he he can learn to see like where Quark is like uh like a person, really, right? Like I don't know.
1: And it's that's true. Like, that's like it's, it's
0: spending time around people who are different than you, opens yeah. up your eyes to your own shortcomings and right. their like genuine worth as people. Yeah, there is that one part when Disco is like, "I thought Frangie liked eating bugs," <laughs> which is yeah, like, which is pretty brutal,
1: fucking like,
0: <laughs> yeah. A little it's like, like oh, you're Italian. You don't like pasta. Yeah, I like. thought you liked meatballs. You gabagool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they head into the Gamma Quadrant in their runabout. Uh, Cisco's really not excited that Quark is coming along or Nog. Yeah, or Jake even at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Jake. How dare you ruin our father-son <sighs> bonding? Stupid Jake, I wish you died instead of your mom. (laughs) Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he said it. It was in the subtitles. Holy fuck. He said it under his breath. I guess I didn't hear it. uh, I have subtitles on now, too, actually. I watch with subtitles because I'm old. Uh, I watch them because I forgot how to turn them off. Um, I like it. Uh, I started doing it with Mandalorian because there's stuff in the background that you miss without it and it's cool like you can see like what droids and stuff are saying it's cool i I think i had it turned on because of when i was watching jojo's bizarre adventure and i just got i was too lazy to ever turn it off like i know how to but it's four button presses fuck that i'm not trying to do that two is the most i'll do that's exactly true (laughs) they arrive on a planet that's like a um it's like a snapshot of like pre-animal Earth. It only it's has like de, insects. It's the de, Denovi, Denovian period. Yeah, Denis Denovian. I think it's Denovian. It has vegetation, it's, fish, and insects, but no uh, large animals. I think that's when the Earth had the big insects. Like, yeah, Earth had more oxygen, and insects were bigger because that's how they they breathe through their skin, right? Uh, do they? Okay. Yeah. So, the insects can't be huge now because there's a certain size that they, like, can be before it, like, equals out, right? Like, they can't breathe in as much or something. I don't know. I'm not a fucking scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you a wiener scientist? Yeah, I only know about their dicks. I don't know about Okay, their, okay. Makes sense. Their Makes s- sense. Shells. Uh... Cisco calls the planet like a paradise because quark is like bitching about it he's like, a ah, guy insects, yeah. he's all itchy and he's like getting hives like a fucking spaz." he's <laughs> having a he's having an allergic reaction to nature which yeah. he never has again in the show by the way no but his he's from a planet that's like covered in water and like rains all the time like why yeah, would he lives on a mud planet yeah why would he be allergic to out like that would be murder on your skin, is all that moisture. I don't know. Maybe it's... Uh, isn't there something about how, like, when it rains, like, during the rain, allergens are, like, at an all-time low, but afterwards oh, is they're all it pushes them high? down? I don't know. Maybe that's why. That would be smart. Could be. I bet they did that on purpose. That's some Star Trek writing. It's like filling a balloon with too many allergens. <laughs> 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 but, um, Clark is, like bitching, and he's like, oh, I need my creams. I need my creams and ointments. And they give him some space sunscreen <laughs> to put on his ears. And Cisco's like, just go back to the runabout, you bitch. He's like, wouldn't you rather sleep on the runabout? He's like, no, 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 no. No, I love it. I love it outside. I, I want to be your best friend. Yeah. And Sisko's like, ain't happening, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> they have uh, jambalaya together. Yeah, they make jambalaya, and uh, Nog is, like, really cool. Like, Nog's really willing to, like, reach out and try different things, right? Like, he's yeah. like, oh, I really, I, I liked it. It was really good. Like, even if he's just being polite, like, that's super nice, right? It like, is. He's being very nice, and he's being yeah. very uh, open to new experiences, which, as we all know, sort of leads him to becoming the first Ferengi right. in Starfleet. Right, and and Quark is like, I hate it, this sucks. (laughs) This sucks, he's the worst Ferengi ever. (laughs) But he also hates the jambalaya, he's like... Yeah, he's a dickhead. It's like, bro... This is good fucking food. man. Lai is great, dude. Yeah, you're done. But there's, there's this great moment that I fucking love, right? Where like Cisco is like asking them like what they found on their survey. Yeah. And they're talking about it and they're like, oh, well, tomorrow we're going to do this and that. And Cisco's like, you guys did a great job. I'm very proud of the work yeah, you've he, done here today. He's very supportive. and it, Yeah. And they're really excited. And you really like feel like you're like, oh, like what a like wholesome, like, like, good moment, right? Yeah. Like, Like, after after he gets up and leaves, like, Jake and Nog look at each other and they're, like, smiling and laughing. Yeah. And Nog is like, yes! Yeah. It's a it's very like wholesome time. moment. Is it like the first time Nog ever has, like, a dad in his life, oh, right? Oh, fuck. Rom's a good dad. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> early on, though. Remember no. when they first, like, early on, you're like, oh, God, this guy sucks. But then they yeah. make him kind of Rom is just, like, dumber quark to begin with. Yeah, yeah. And then they make him, like a hilarious character that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I love Rom so yeah. much. No, he's great. Uh, but Cork does not like the Jambalaya. He's like, there's dirt in it and there's yeah. bugs. He thinks the sauce has dirt in it, which I think is funny because it's just like, he doesn't like the texture or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and Cisco's S- like, I thought Ferengi loved to chow down on some big, Fucking gross, disgusting bugs like fucking. I thought you big-eared, snaggle-tooth trolls (laughs) love eating gross mud bugs. (laughs) Jesus fuck! That's what he says. (laughs) He says like only ferengi bugs. Yeah, (laughs) only ferengi
1: bugs.
0: (laughs) Which like I guess right? Like I don't don't know. It's like we don't eat all the animals. We don't eat like zebras and (laughs) shit. We don't, like, eat horses. Like, we don't eat giraffes, I right? thought you guys loved eating four-legged yeah. mammals. Some like, people eat horses. Only certain ones. <laughs> you don't eat elephants. No. <laughs> Jake and Cisco sort of lay down in their sleepy bags, and yep. they have a little chat under the stars about Jake's mom. And Yeah. Uh, th- th- they took a camping trip on to eat Eatamish 3. Yeah, whatever. Itan-ish, whatever that is, I forget. Sure. But uh camping, Riza. They're like, you know, we're. I'm glad that we have this time to spend together. Mhm. And Cisco's like, oh, we should do it more often. And Jake's like, yeah, Nog will be ready too. Yeah. And, then, and, and he's, he's like, like, it's just, just like, kidding. What? <laughs> and he's like, just <laughs> kidding. And they have this like l- genuine laugh together yeah. that like really comes across. It's really cool how they, they really make Jake, they write him like he's his son. Like,
1: yeah, like absolutely. I totally
0: believe that Sir Lofton is, is James, or uh, Avery Brooks' Avery son. Avery Brooks. Avery Brooks does a lot of Avery brooks in this episode. Oh, he doesn't do the, woo! The- he, de- he does. <laughs> he does? It, I don't remember. When it. they're on the runabout and they're about to leave, like, when he presses the button, he goes, woo! Woo! <laughs> god i love him so much i do too i fucking love it um (laughs) but like they have their little laugh and it's really like heartwarming but then quark is like like screaming oh that's right he gets set on fire because he dumbass (laughs) caught himself on fire this is why people don't like ferengi they're idiots. He's like he's not only an idiot, but he's like a really mean idiot. Too. Yeah, it would be fine if he was Rom. Like Rom's an idiot, but he's like yeah. like harmless. Everyone right? Everyone loves Rom. But Quark is like, f- like he doesn't know what fire is. Like he doesn't know that fucking sticking... don't have fire on Ferengi. Yeah, like, like that's pretty basic, right? Like I don't think, like how how technologically advanced would you have to be where you forget that fire hurts? Yeah. Yeah, right? You'd have to be like a whole other species. Uh, Quark is, like, bitching. Like, I, you tell me, don't tell me what to do. Don't look down on me. Yeah. And Nog hisses like a cat and runs yeah. away. <laughs> it's like, is that a thing they do? Well, I don't know. Uh, they do it sometimes, but it's always funny. <laughs> And Jake runs after him and Quark's like, see? You, you, you couldn't, he couldn't stand to see his uncle insulted. His, fa- <laughs> his favorite uncle. Yeah. And Cisco rolls his eyes very cartoonishly at him. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, this is when he gets on his soapbox. He's like, you're yeah. bigoted towards the Ferengi. And he's like, name a Ferengi you like. And he, immediately goes, I told you! Like, he yeah. doesn't even give him a chance. He, get, he, like, takes two seconds, and then he's like, yeah. I told you! He probably had to think of all the Ferengi he knew. Probably only knows, like, two Ferengi, yeah, right? Yeah, he knows, he knows you and Nog and yeah. Rom. That's Ron. all I'd he say, knows. I'd say Nog. I'd be like, Nog? Yeah, I like, I like Nog. Nog. Although, at this point, he doesn't really like no, Nog he he doesn't. very much. No, he does He still thinks Nog's bad. I think there's a few more episodes where Nog is still kind of, like, a bad kid, right? Yeah. He's like the bad influence kid on yeah. Jake, and then he's like way better than Jake. Yeah, he really he becomes the best child character yeah. in all of Star Trek history. Yeah, he's great. I love Nog, even without his leg. <sighs> anyway, um, <laughs> they're like having this like knockdown dragout, but then a uh, a lady runs into the campsite. Ooh, a and lady. They're like. There's not supposed to be anybody on this planet. What the fuck? Yeah. What the f- like? How scary would that be, right? Yeah. And uh, Quark and Cisco are like staring, and she uh, does a fucking Hadoken and knocks yeah. Sisko on the ground. She does the Sonya Blade kiss of death, and, and Disco is like,
1: Oh, my <laughs>
0: Peter! He fucking gets hit like a like a beat 'em up character, and goes. Yeah. <laughs> Slow motion. Um, dude, this is neither here nor there. and I've probably mentioned it before since I say that constantly, that uh-huh. I mentioned things before. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I used to play the Avengers, Captain America and the Avengers yeah. arcade game. They used yeah, to have yeah, yeah. it out in front of the Magic Mart, which was a knockoff of Kmart, which was a Ooh. knockoff of Walmart. Ooh, a double Kmart? Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they had Captain America and the Avengers, and I used to fucking love... That when you beat an enemy and they died, they'd go, Claude! Why did they say Claude? I don't know, but I loved it so much. (laughs) And I went to school with a kid named Claude, and I would tell him about this. He probably hated you. He would constantly be like, yeah, I don't know what that is. (laughs) I've never been to Magic Mart there. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that game is. They'd be like, no, 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 they say your name, they say your name. Uh. Boy, I wonder why it was so unpopular. Anyway, <laughs> um, after she knocks uh, Cisco down with the uh, with the fucking Hadoken, with the downright fierce, uh, Quark is like, Don't hurt me, don't hurt me, don't hurt me. Yeah. She questions him, like, How many of them are there? And Cisco stands up. Like, he yeah, just got a like heated beam. And he's like, Yeah, oh, I'm fine. It's like a kind of a comedic cut. It's really silly. You're like, oh, oh, he's fine. She's like, where are the Hadar? It's just because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. We're not your enemies. Yeah. We're not your enemies, right? Then the Predators appear. Like seven Predators show up. Uh, Do they have this ability for the rest of the series? Yes, they do. Okay. Yeah, they appear out of thin air and point their big, big guns at the lady and at our heroes they say you're toast (laughs) i don't remember what they say you're not gonna run anymore some lame shit you're going (laughs) down bitch yeah yeah some fucking catchphrase right and uh quark says this has not been a good day and then the audience goes crazy laugh with laughing
1: (laughs) quark he said the line
0: And Korg, like, smiles and looks at the audience, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he's, mm-hmm. Dude, he's sucking it in, man. He's hamming it. He does the hands, like, more. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes I think our podcast would be a lot better with a visual element. <laughs> oh, we'd have to, like, draw it, though. I'm not doing that. Nah, I'm nah, not either. I gotta animate our mouths for continue now? Fuck that. That's <laughs> true. It's true, it's true, it's true. I guess we could just have cameras on ourselves while we do it like some people do but yeah, I, I don't do want to buy a good camera. Ah, that's a lot of work. You gotta sink two things then. Ugh. <laughs> it's true. Um, Jake and Nog make it back to the campsite and it's completely empty. The fire's out like shit's happened. Yeah, they got missing four one one. And Nog's like, oh, it's probably like a wild animal. And Jake's like, no, dipshit. They're said like four times there are none on this planet. Yeah, we're in the Denobulan period. And Nog is like, maybe they were attacked by a vicious tree. (laughs) Oh, my God. Jake Jake burns him, gets a zing in on him. He's like, I don't know many trees that wear boots. (laughs) And, uh... Nog wants to run away, and Jake's like, oh, don't be scared. Nog's like, who said I was fucking scared? You're the pussy. You're the one that's got sand in your vagina. I'm strong. Human vagina. (laughs) They're, uh, they, and Jake's like, well, we use the tricorder to find them, and Nog's like, don't leave me
1: behind.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, the sidekick, right? He fully is. Full blown sidekick in it. It really goes the other way later. <laughs> yeah, it does. So much so that like Jake's like, I'm just not in the show. <laughs> I'm just not in the show anymore.
1: Remember when Cisco had up- a
0: son? I went upstairs. So I never came down. To- <laughs> Chuck Cunningham. <laughs> Where's Jake? I don't know, somewhere in Pylon Six. <laughs> <laughs> uh quark. Cisco and the alien who he learned is named Eris. Cool name. Get but also, on. like, why does she have a Hadouken? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. It doesn't What's, seem like any of the other... Um, yeah. Vorta have this ability, but... I guess it's, like, did they... It seems like they wanted her to be, like, uh, a staple. Yeah. But... She literally... I don't think she ever shows up again. No, she doesn't, and it it's... It sucks because like I like the Vorta and I like like whenever there's a Vorta I'm like oh this is great right oh yeah like, Jeffrey Combs is the best but like you got Iggy Pop which we talked about and you get the even Kevon is like <laughs> yeah, really Kev- really Vorta Kevon is like the Vorta are sarcastic assholes and yeah. that's always fun to see yeah even the one who is on the planet uh when when they're stuck in the ship right they're like. And they're fighting those Gemhadar off. I forget the name of the episode. Oh, yeah. Like, I he's a dick. One. He's a big dick. And you're like, oh, this is so fun. Such fun villains. And they're villains without having any real malice behind it. Yeah. Even they're such sarcastic dickheads. And that's always fun. They're as just, well. pr- like, programmed to be, like, assholes. It's their job. Right. Their job is to be dickheads. They're not assholes because they're angry. They're just like, this is what we are. It's That's so interesting to me. <laughs> Um, Our heroes and some lady are surrounded by a force field. She becomes our hero, too, for a while. Sure. (laughs) Even though we know the Vorta at this point are... Yeah, they're not good guys. They're not. not. Uh, Quark is quarking around, screaming at the top of his lungs, Help! Please! Yeah, he's losing his fucking shit. And uh, Sisko tells him to shut up. And Quark is like, fuck you! It's this bitch's fault! And yeah. he's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Whoa! whoa. Well, at least call- she's not a Ferengi, that's what he says. <laughs> and you're Let's like, calm whoa. down on the misogyny, you snaggle-tooth freak! <laughs> <laughs> you fucking space bug! <laughs> and, uh, he's, you know, uh, Quark is yelling, like, I don't know this bitch! I don't know <laughs> this bitch! She's wearing clothes! <laughs> And Sisko's, like gets up and he's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, he's pissed. And uh, Quark is like, I'm entitled to my opinion. He's being so annoying at this he point. He really is. And is like, like, I'm about to put my fist in your opinion. <laughs> he says that. Like, he, like we didn't yeah. make that up. He literally that is, says <laughs> that. That yeah. is not an M-Class joke. Yeah. He literally he says that. that. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, this ain't your daddy's, Picard. No. He punches <laughs> his problems. Yeah. Um... But Quark is like, I'm more scared than I've ever been right now, so you can't scare me. Right. And is like, I think the our friend here is more scared than you are. Yeah. And he's like, uh, no, she isn't. <laughs> I'm the scaredest boy. <laughs> Look, I pee pants. I I fully pee pants. I pee pants thrice already. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even drink that much today <laughs> and uh cisco uh sort of does his like starfleet thing where he's talking to he's he's like trying to figure out the the force field that yeah, he's hitting. gonna go touch it right and the vorta lady Eris, she's like oh don't touch that it'll kill you yeah Sisko's which like, like well Thanks for the warning, dude. Which, like, at that point, I would straight up sit in the middle of that fucking yeah. Ring. I wouldn't get close to it. No chance. How? Like, what are the chances that like, you wouldn't accidentally bump that? Right? Like, you well, can't. The thing see it. is, right after uh, here's your your fucking James Avery fun fact of the week. It's not. <laughs> it's not fully a John Larroquette fun fact of the week. Uh, when Cisco stands up after he says thank you to move yeah. over to talk to her his knee goes right over yeah. the fucking thing you see the light reflected on it even. yeah he's cuz he's right next to it and it's like 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 is she lying you know what i mean like i mean that's like a production mistake but like yeah. even even from like a story point of view it's like is she lying like is she, like who knows right like that's very true that's what is the she testing them they're liars yeah. right Sisko is like, I'm, I'm Benjamin Sisko, captain of the Federation. Uh, we've got a fucking wormhole. Yeah, we're here because wormholes. She's like, I'm Eris. And they shake hands uh, awkwardly. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, that's Quark. And Quark <laughs> just kind of nods. <laughs> yeah, smiles, nods. <laughs> I <IP> pee pants. <laughs> hey, did you know? IP pants? Maybe uh, your species is into this. (laughs) Oh God, that would be fully quark to do. That's so quark, yeah. But uh, my ferengi wiener. (laughs) Did you know my ears are my balls? Did you know that attached to my peener zone? If you know what I mean. Uh, She's like, no. What does that mean? (laughs) He's like. Come back to the station and I'll show you. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody outside is using a snowblower when there's hardly any snow on the Wait, hands. is it snowing? It's not even snowing. No, it's not. What the fuck, dude? Our My neighborhood is uh, the Yo, worst. Yo, you got boomer-itis going on over there. Oh, no Hard. Doubt. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. What I live in the a neighborhood with uh, a with a fucking housing association, neighbor or whatever the fuck it's called. That's like people who mow their lawns when the, the grass is dead, and you're like, yeah, you're not mowing anything, buddy. No, you're mowing nothing. It's you're dirt. You're just being a dumb, dumb bastard. You're just mowing dirt. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> the... Eris talks about the Jem'Hadar being, like, you know, they're the most feared soldiers in the Dominion. Yeah. And Quark's like, the Dominion? I've been trying to open trade negotiations with them forever. Yeah, and she's kind of like circular argument. She's like, well, then you've heard of the, the Jem'Hadar. And, and they're like, He's, no. And she's like, well, then you're lucky. Yeah. Because they're fucking brutal. <laughs> uh, it's like, Sisko's like, why does anybody do business with the Dominion if they're so dangerous? And she's like, you know, it's not a choice. You're, yeah, they're... Yeah. Either they do it with negotiations or by force. They They're get what a they want. yep. And she's like, my home world, Kirill Prime. Bullshit, all this is bullshit. Yes. Was offered entry into the Dominion and refused, so they just seized the planet by force. Right, and then th- that's like, of course, like, like the Federation and, and Disco are gonna feel sorry. Like, like oh, that's, yeah. That's like a big, like, oh, man, well, that's, oh, my God. Immediately uh, gotta, winning trust, right? Yeah. If you're not a longtime listener of M-Class, Disco is Dad Cisco. Yeah, sorry. And Good Disco is Granddad Cisco. Yeah. yeah. And Jisco is Jake. Jisco, Jake Cisco. <laughs> I like that a lot. Jisco. Jisco, like. Jake Cisco. Uh... And they're like, well, why are they tracking you down? Yeah, and she's like, oh, well, my mom was an outspoken opponent, so they blah an bah, example. Bah. Just like you know, lie, 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 lies, lies, lies. Also, I'm telepathic, and they hate that. I guess. Yeah, whatever. Sure. I mean, that <laughs> never like, ever comes back. I I don't know what. I don't know. I mean, I, it's like they needed. I don't know why they did that. Why did? They <laughs> do I, that? Think, I think the idea of the Vorta originally <laughs> is that they had telekinetic abilities. Yeah, and then, and then they then just, they just them, dropped it after this. They made them clones, which is way better. Yeah, it is way better. Yeah. Uh Eris has like a suppression collar that like cancels out her telekinetic abilities, or so she says. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I can break through the force field, uh, with that shitty Hadoken I hit you with earlier that put yeah. you down for literally like two seconds. Yeah, I could break through this lethal force field with it. Sure, that makes sense. Why not? <laughs> and Cisco's like, look, there aren't there aren't a lot of guards. Uh, they aren't paying much attention. They put us all in a cell together. They're overconfident. Yeah, which is yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, overconfidence on Cisco's part. Yeah, because he's being played and doesn't realize it. Like all the Dominion ever does is like probe and test. Like yes. they're kind of like the Borg in a way, right? Like they're constantly like learning and like seeing what the federation can and can't do. Yeah. Well so, the Borg, the Borg probe you for real up your butt. Yeah, so. they probe your ass like literally. That's where I got assimilated from my, my <laughs> right taint. from the butt. <laughs> I was like, "What about if you stick those tubules here?" And they were like, "This Ugh. makes no sense, humanoids." They were like they were like <laughs> But You're like, like no, "No, no, 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 a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more." <laughs> Um, Jake and Nog have been wandering the woods for hours. Yeah, where... How do they get... Ba- I don't remember how they get back to the runabout. Like, how... Uh, the camera cuts away and then they're there. <laughs> um, I don't remember when... Like, Do they decide to do that? They're like, oh, like let's go... Use the, the scanners, right? Or something? I don't remember. I think they we learn that in that scene. Like, they appear and they're like... They use the scanners and they're like, See, I told you it would be a great plan. Yeah, okay. So they're just there. That's why I don't yeah. remember. Okay. Because they, like, see the Jim Hadar and Nog is like, They don't look very friendly. Yeah. And Jake's uh, like, Don't worry. We're Starfleet. We can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> We can do whatever. We yeah. definitely won't get murdered. Yeah. Billions and trillions of people definitely won't die in the next 4 years. Oh no. <laughs> they um You're not going to lose your leg, doc. This is like the the nog leg casts. <laughs> Rest in peace to Nog's leg. Did he get it buried with him like what's his name that fucking Confederate dickwad? I don't care cuz he's a Confederate dickwad. I'll yeah. never care. Yeah. I forget his name. Racist um, guy. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> R- Racist McFuckhead. Um, <laughs> uh, back in the holding orb, uh, Quark is yelling yet again, and Sisko's trying to have a conversation with Aeris. Uh, Aeris is like, can we just leave him? Yeah, she's, she's like, catching on, right? She's like, Ugh. Yeah, and uh, Cisco is, like, trying to open the suppression collar. Yeah, and this is where he says, like, he's not that bad, which is, like, a really yeah. interesting. Well, he's, like, uh, actually, his he's using, he's, like, serving a great purpose right now. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, what? And the Jim Hadar comes in, and he's like, all right, shut the hell he's up. He's like, shut the fuck up. And Cisco <laughs> says to Ares, you know, if there's one thing Quark is good at, it's a try. The one thing you can't do with Quark is, is ignore, ignore him. him. Yeah, you can't ignore him. And, uh, the uh they all stand and the jim hadar just deactivates the force field and steps in and he's like you know you don't need to know why you're being held the fan founders don't want you released you don't need to know who the founders are yeah they're giving them like this information but they're also it's like psychological warfare it's like torture right like yeah like the founders i'm like who the fuck are the fucking founders <laughs> like what? <laughs> uh, Quark is, tries to buy his way out, as he would. Like I give yep. you a thousand cases of Tula Berry wine. Tula Berry wine, and he gets uh, fully choke slammed into the ground. <laughs> yep. Gemini don't drink Tula Berry wine. They're only eight years old. They only—they're not old enough. They can only do hard fucking drugs with catch <laughs> or sell White, Cr- space crack. Cisco uh, jumps towards him. He's about to karai chop him, and uh, the the Jem'Hadar pulls out a big phaser gun, and he's like, "Don't bother." Yeah, I'm first Tenochtitlan of the Jem'Hadar, <laughs> Talok'talan. The first Yeah, they all have like very like um like Incan sounding, like right? Meso-American like Mesoamerican. Mesoamerican, yeah. Um. Cisco's like, I demand to speak with the founders, and Eris is like, well, they don't even exist, which is another one of those like psychological yeah. warfare things, right? It's like mystifying all of this, right? Like, yeah, like you plant that seed of doubt in their yeah. heads that the founders even exist, so that no one will come near them, right? Make them, make them literally like godlike, so they can't be yeah. touched. Smart. And- the Jim Hadar is like, oh, the Founders created the Dominion, but they don't reveal themselves. And you won't be able to speak to them because you aren't a Klingon, you fucking bastard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, I was hoping to meet a Klingon, which I think is, is cool because later it they come back to cool. this. They come back to it with Worf when he's in the... On the prison asteroid, and yeah. they're like, "Ah, oh, Klingon!" And like they like, like "Fucking, let's fight!" Like they love that shit. He just beats the shit out of Jim Hadar for ages, dude. He kills like forty of them. It's yeah. crazy, dude. And like, uh, my boy Martok is there, and he's killed like forty of them as well. But yeah. he lost an Eye. Martok's like, "Yes, go!" He's like a he's like Mickey from Rocky.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: kill him kid (laughs) and nothing is over but he's like you know this is the last time the Alpha Quadrant is uh, going to violate the territory of the Dominion yeah he's like ah I wanted to fight a Klingon with their weapon the Batleth yeah he wants to see it he likes the weapons and Sisko's like I have no interest in discussing the Klingons yeah, so they're they're already like like Cisco is is very quick to realize how big of a problem this is. Like, oh yeah, like I, there's a little bit more of this like back and forth, right? Yeah, it's and, like you know, what about the Cardassians? Do you think yeah. the treaty was a tactical right. error? Right, and he, and and Cisco's like, how do you know so much about us? Right, yeah. and and is like. We learn more every day. Maybe it's her that says that later, but like, yeah, he, they're like he does, we learn he, more every yeah, day. Yeah, that's right, right. And, and he's uh, like, "Well, I and we'll learn more from you, right?" And he's like, "I don't, I don't think I'll be giving you any information." Yeah, and like he leaves. He's like, "I really wanted to fight a Klingon." He says it again, right, mm. and and he leaves, and Cisco like immediately knows, like, "Uh, this is a big problem." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they know way too much yeah. for having for what we think are people who've never been on the other side of the wormhole. Right. There's no way that they haven't, right? Yeah, absolutely. So there are spies from yeah. the Dominion in Alpha Quadrant space already. Right. Knowing things that, like, I mean, the treaty with Cardassia, like, you could probably find out those big details, right? Like, it, yeah. it would probably be public information. But still, you have to be on that side of the wormhole. Yeah, you gotta be. Yeah. So, he... Like, the look on his face is, like... He's the only one in the universe that knows what's coming at this point. And I love that. I love that he's, like, a step ahead. Yeah. He's it's, got a heavy weight on his shoulders yeah. throughout this show, man. Like, he's the first line of defense. And yeah. Basically the last line of defense. Like, like he, he really is. Like, he really is, like, this, like... Weighted hero, where like everything that he does, he's he knows is important. Like, can you imagine living like that? Like, no, I cannot fuck up or <laughs> work at not a chance, man. That's I too would much, kill much myself. for me. Yeah, it would be horrible. I would suffer a mental breakdown for sure. Yeah, I would start thinking I was inside of a storybook in a mental asylum, <laughs> or maybe you'd be in a mental asylum thinking that you're, you're in, in a Star space Trek. station. <laughs> Ooh. Uh Jake and Nog beam aboard the runabout to scan the planet's surface and they find one Ferengi and one human life sign. Yep. Uh but they can't beam them up because there's a spatial distortion field. So they're like, Well, let's go get help, right? Yeah. Which is smart. Right. But, but they're the dumb kids. And the autopilot al- system requires a authorization code which neither of them has. Yeah, I think it's probably voice. Commanded too, right? Like it knows whose voices. Yeah. There's a, there's a really funny scene where a ship appears out of space <laughs> and uh they start screaming, Computer, evasive maneuvers, fire, fire phasers phasers, yeah. phasers I'll launch all <laughs> torpedoes. Yeah. The computer is just like, I cannot do that. Yeah. Like, ah but the ship goes to warp and leaves. Yeah, it just goes. And they're like, Oh Jesus, what the hell? Jake's like, I guess they weren't after us, but I'm gonna have to disengage the autopilot myself. Hopefully, I learned something working with Chief O'Brien. Which is it's cool because they bring that back, right? Like they like there's a reason why he would know how to do this. That's smart. It's not just out of left field that he knows how to do this for no reason. And it's still funny because like. He's just ripping, like, circuits out of the fucking... He's really not good at it. (laughs) (laughs) He's just taking them out. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, is life support there? Like, do you know? Dude. And And then uh, he takes takes one out. Is this then? Is this what happens? No, I think they cut back. No, no, no. They cut away right after that. Yeah. Um, They go back to the station. That's right. Like, the USS Odyssey is on its way but we follow that ship that just left the planet the yes, jim hadar ship comes right. through the wormhole and uh, they raise shields but the jim hadar beams directly into ops yeah they put a containment field around him even it's only level 3 i mean come on and uh, i don't know how many levels it goes to like 10 11 but he's like i'm the third Talak talon of the jim hadar yeah Third and and uh, <laughs> we've detained Commander Sisko, and Kira's like, for how long? And he's like, indefinitely. Damn, that's like forever. He'll serve as an example for anyone who interferes with a Dominion. If you come back into my fucking yard one more time, kids. I swear I'm to God. I'm keeping the baseball. <laughs> Going in my baseball collection. And uh, Dax is like, we aren't going to stay out of the Gamma Quadrant just because you told us to, yeah, old man McGee. Yeah, I'm going to get my baseball from your dog. And then, <laughs> then like, in a in a genuinely kind of scary moment, he just yeah. walks through the force field. They do a great job of making the Jemadar scary. Like, they do a good job. Yeah, they really do. And he, he hands a, a Bajoran pad. Yeah. To Kira, and she's like, "This is uh, every person we've killed for violating Dominion uh, sovereignty. Yeah, every space. ship we've ex- they've blown up for coming into the Gamma Quadrant." And she's like, "Where did you find this pad?" Yeah, he's she like, knows. "From from New Bajor. You should be proud to know that they fought well for, for a spiritual yeah. people. Yeah, which is which is fucking <laughs> fucked up, right? Brutal, brutal. Yeah." And, and he just like, beams away. He's like, bye! <laughs> bye! <laughs> and uh, O'Brien can't lock on with a tractor beam. It just enters the wormhole, which proves to us that three different types of technology that the Federation has is useless. Right. Like, it's not a one-to-one. Like, their they're head, somehow. And not, and not only that, yeah, they, they do, like, a Polaron thing later. Yeah. This isn't, like... Where the Federation had to go up against the Romulans, or the Federation right. had to go up against the Cardassians, where we're on the same level technology-wise, right. the Dominion are light years ahead of the Federation. At this yeah, point. they're using different technologies, and like, it could just be that the way that they their ships are just different. You know what I mean? Like maybe they just yeah. set them up differently, or they use polaron technology a lot, which fucks with your shields, like in universe. Oh yeah, there's like, you can't remodulate your shield frequencies yeah. in any way that'll help. So you have to like, I, I think there's like an entire episode later where they're like, how do we def- defend it? And they, there's a whole thing where they like, figure it out and they have to like, get the information back, right? To, oh yeah. it's like, gonna save like, everybody's life. I think that's one of the things that got me interested in tactical, as like, the Star Trek, like, field I would go into. Yeah, Is like, you have to make... Star Starfleet makes these weapons, but they're always like they're always made to not kill if necessary, right? Which is so much better than the weapons we make now, which just yeah. kill you automatically. <laughs> well, which which is interesting about Deep Space Nine too is like this is the first Star Trek where they're like, look, like we're gonna have to cross that line, you know, like in order for the Federation to survive, we're gonna have to like make more teeth right and they don't and it's like it's kind of dark it's like a it's a bad it's like a hard decision to make like even the defiant they're like well it got mothballed because like what's the use like it doesn't have a use other than a warship right yeah i mean it's not like the federation didn't kill people before we did a lot of that no A a lot of people died at the beams of a federation ship absolutely but uh, Federation Technology always has an option to not kill, which right. I very, very heavily... I, I fuck with that. I love that a lot. Yeah, no, it's great. It's not like a bullet. There's one speed to a bullet, right? Yeah. Murder. <laughs> yeah, dad. S- set you're... gun to kill. It's, it's going to hurt... That's the one position yeah. for gun. Yeah. It's going to lethally hurt you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even if it's you shoot going... somebody in the leg, right? Like You can yeah. die from that. Going to lethally kill you. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of uh, things that'll kill you, uh, (laughs) I know of a show that'll kill you with laughter. It's called Bitch, Chips, and Flip Scripts, and why don't we hear from them, our monthly sponsor, right now?
1: After these messages, (laughs) we'll be right back. Hmm. Maybe if I... Hey there, Bamtholomew. What you working on there? Oh, hey, Cam. I've played literally every video game in the universe, and now I'm trying to figure out what to do with myself. Well, Bamilton, I don't think putting staples in your copy of Gex Enter the Gecko is gonna help with that. Or, or will, will it? it? Nah, nah. Oh, why don't we just change up games that already exist? Oh. Uh-huh. Yes, my dear Benjamin. let's make something new from something old. Yes, but that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, well, let's just speculate how the game would change instead. Mm-hmm, uh-huh, yep, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. Sounds like a podcast idea to me. Bits, chips, and flipped scripts. It's the butterfly effect in gaming. Find it wherever you get your podcasts from.
0: Welcome back, everybody! Subscribe to Bits, Chips, and Flip Scripts today. Head over to Twitter at BC and FS. Do it. We love them. Love them. Uh, back in the Star Trek realm, mm-hmm. uh, Cisco opens up the uh, uh, collar mechanism uh, dampening field. That- he tells he tells Quark to do it right. Uh, He opens it up, and there's a lock inside. And he's like, oh, Oh, you fucking Ferengi can pick locks, right? You learn that when you're babies. Yeah, you criminal-ass Ferengis, (laughs) right? And uh, he's like, you know, if we break through, I'll contact my son, the runabout. You can come back to the Federation. And she's like, oh, I'd love that. Sounds great. I love the Federation. Sounds pretty (laughs) good to me. Um, Yeah. Quark is like, uh, could you help with the collar? Or Qu- Cisco asked Quark if he can help with the collar, and Quark is like pissed. He's like, I'm tired of you ordering me around. Yeah, and and he really goes nuts, which like is really interesting. I think because like. It shows Eris like how contentious it, it can be. Like they're not, they're not on the same page, right? Yeah, absolutely. Which is great Eris for the got Dominion. a lot of information. Yeah, in this yeah. attempt, this is great for the Dominion because like Ferengi aren't real yeah. chill with the humans, and yeah, he's the he's like the reason why you humans dislike Ferengi so much is we remind you of yourselves. You used to be just as greedy and just as driven by profit, but you right. know what? You're worse than us, because we've never had slavery, concentration camps, interstellar war. Yeah. We, you don't hate us because we're like you, because we're nothing like you. Yeah, we're better than you. We're (laughs) better. Which is like, I mean, he's got you there. Yeah, pretty (laughs) fucked up, but I mean, I guess he's not wrong. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he goes over and starts working on the collar. He's like, I've got a collar to open. <laughs> Back on the runabout, the real heroes of the story, Jake and Nog, have pulled every isolinear chip yeah, they can. I- every chip is out. It's just piled on the floor. And it's still, autopilot's still on. And uh, <laughs> Nog is like, take out that one. And he's like, I don't know. And he's like, No, I've got a good feeling. And he takes it out. The computer's like, Warp core breach in 10 seconds. Warp core containment failing.
1: (laughs) And they're like, Put him back in, put him back in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit.
0: Uh, Jake remembers seeing O'Brien do this before. So he he pulls out uh, a piece from the inside, and the autopilot system is offline. And they're like, Oh, awesome. Set a course to the wormhole at Warp yeah. 8. And they're like, autopilot, autopilot. system is offline. <laughs> it's such a good it's so like, like, puzzle, funny. right? Like, oh, right, we're idiots, right? And they're like, I guess we'll have to do it manually. And they just look at each other like, ooh. Yeah, how do you fly a spaceship? How hard could it be? Yep. Uh, the <laughs> USS Odyssey has arrived at Deep Space Nine. And uh, Captain Keo suspends all uh, travel through the wormhole. And they're like, no one's going in or out except the Odyssey. We're going to go find out what type of a threat the Gem Hadar posed. Yeah. And uh, Dax is like, we're coming with you. And he's like, you guys don't have any combat experience besides O'Brien and, and Kira. Kira, yeah. he's like, <laughs> She was hey. like, we fought the Maquis. Yeah. And he's like, the the Maquis basically had lasers, dude. (laughs) He's like, the Maquis were farmers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, nah, dude, you didn't fight. And then he's like, like, they're like, well, we're taking the runabout, so we're coming with you. Right? You'll need all the help you can get. Yeah. And And he looks at O'Brien. He looks at O'Brien, and he's like, O'Brien, my favorite son that I never had. (laughs) Who I wish I was gay and I could suck your dick all day. Do you think you could... O'Brien, my favorite other white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you could retrofit the runabouts to have torpedo tubes? And O'Brien's like, I already started I it. I already did it. And And is soaking wet. He just jizzes immediately. Like, he looks at him and he's like, yes. Yes. <laughs> He's like, it'll take only a few hours, and Dax is like, it'll take at least that long to offload all the non-essential personnel from the Odyssey, and you are going to do that, right? Yeah. And uh, at that moment, I was like, all right, I see why Captain Keogh thinks you're kind of an asshole. Yeah, but I (laughs) I love this. This is so Dax, right? It's so good. Uh, We get, like, uh, Odo, who's, like, setting up um, security personnel, because he's leaving. He's going with them. Yeah, Uh, for, like, no reason. For literally no reason. For no reason! He was uh, one set that day, and they needed to have four people go. It's in his contract, he needed to be on this episode. They needed to have four people go, and then O'Brien had to be the one to go to the other ship, so they needed one more guy. Yep. Yep. Uh, Odo dismisses the deputies, and uh, he has a little conversation with Kira where they're both kind of worried for each other's safety. Yeah, you kind of get a little bit of that Kira Odo thing early on. Yeah, whatever. Um, Sure. Their relationship is so weird. It's bizarre. Um, He's like not just because he's a goo man. Yeah, that's that adds to it, but it's not even it's not even a quarter of it. No. But uh, he's like, you know, while everybody's there trying to look out for Jake and look out for Cisco, I want there to be at least one person to look after Quark.
1: And sure. Kira's like,
0: I thought you hated him. He's like, I do, but I'd rather see Quark in jail than in the hands of the Dominion. And if yeah. and if he did go missing, I think you'd miss him too. <laughs> and she's like, I'm willing to take that risk. <laughs> then there's like a solemn little moment where she says, But not today. Yeah, it's good. It's nice. And they set off together. Although like Kira steps up on a platform and walks down a hallway. And Odo does this little, like, thoughtful look-down thing, but it's at the exact correct angle to be staring at her ass as she walks away. Oh, he looks at that butt, dude. Uh, I don't blame him. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He's peeping. The Odyssey, the Mekong, and the Orinoco Flow travel to the Gamma (laughs) Quadrant. Yep. And there's no Hadar. They're like, where's the welcoming committee? Right. Taikyuan scans come up with Nothing. But the Dominion might have cloaking technology. Yeah, they don't know that. They don't know anything yet. Uh, Jake is trying to learn how to fly the shuttle. He's like an impulse, and Nog is like, got to warp! And he's like, I don't know how to fly an impulse! Yeah, and, and they're like driving like they're space drunk, right? Like, like, the ship is like... It's, <laughs> gonna, it's gonna take us weeks to get home at this rate. And he's like, actually, yeah. it'll be four years. <laughs> like more like
1: five <laughs> years, he says, yeah.
0: Oh cool. <laughs> uh but the uh, like all the ships show up and they're like, "Oh, we're finally saved." Yep. O'Brien yep. beams aboard and he's like, "I'll get you boys home, don't worry. But first we got to go get your dads. Let's go find your daddy." <laughs> just the ship being called the Orinoco fucking like the whole time. I was just like Orinoco flow. <laughs> One of the 70 million runabouts that they have. Yes. Oh, the Orinoco is a USS ship, I think. Oh, it is? Yeah, uh, maybe. No, I think it's a runabout, actually. No, the USS Orinoco. Well, they must have renamed it when they crashed that Orinoco. It is a (laughs) Danube-class runabout. You're right. There you go. Sorry, everybody. I like how the runabouts have, like, the windows in the back. I think yeah. that that's cool. So you can see. You can see space. It's like a little room back there. Yeah. Uh, Quark is, uh, he's sort of, like, enamored with the, like, control collar. He's like, oh, I can sell this. Right. And Ares is like, you're hurting me. And he's like, shut the hell up, because I'll break through it right now. <laughs> And she yeah. uh, Kamehameha waves the force field and turns it off. And then they fight the Jemadar. Sisko does a classic Starfleet maneuver where he uh, ducks, and the guy flips over his back like a Three Stooges But <laughs> Yeah, once you start going, it's hard to not flip over a, a guy. And uh, he, pick, he grabs the weapon and just kills the guy. And then he throws it to Quark. Yeah, it's very—it's like buddy cop at this point. Yeah, and Quark like does the smartest thing. Like at the time, he's just like, "I'm gonna sell it or whatever," but he like puts the suppressor collar in his pocket. Yeah, and he doesn't uh, drop it. Yeah, Cisco is like doing something, and a Jim Hadar runs up to fuck him, and Quark shoots him. And thank you, you're welcome. Yeah, he says. Thanks. Like, it's, really, yeah. like, it's, it's very like Eddie Murphy ish, I think, whenever he's, he's, I see it. It's very like genuine. It's a genuine yeah. thanks. Like you yeah. didn't see that coming. Yeah. And uh, then they run. Then they run Lord of the Rings through the woods. Uh very awkwardly run through it's the woods. It's not good. This scene doesn't need to happen. The uh Jim Hadar appear uh attacking the Odyssey. Yeah, and O'Brien is like uh, the runabout systems are all non-functional for some reason, so I'm gonna have to break formation. Yeah, somebody ripped out all these isolinear chips and they, they are on the floor like fucking like <laughs> potato chips. Somebody just tossed confetti, all the isolinear chips everywhere. <laughs> uh, but they uh, Keo gives them 10 minutes to try and save Cisco. And O'Brien's like, that's all I'll need. And he puts his sunglasses <laughs> on, fucking peels Highway. out. Highway to the danger zone place. <laughs> Um The Odyssey starts, like, firing on the Hadar ships, but when they return fire, the shields do nothing. It just goes right through the shields. It hits the nacelle, the port nacelle. I know my directions. Uh, (laughs) I don't. I just know they say port. Left is port. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, I'll never remember that. Uh, You will. Kyo diverts all power to the weapon systems, because he knows shields aren't going to do anything. But, um, phasers don't seem to be doing shit during this battle either. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Which is, like, weird, because later, like, those Jemadar ships are, like, they're, like, Fodder, like they yes. just eat through them, right? Like, I guess they like power up the phasers or something. Yeah, like if a if a galaxy class ship shot its phaser at one of these, like later, it would just blow up. It would just boom. Done. If a galaxy class ship shot its phasers at a planet, it would, it would blow explode. the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, dude, right? Like, they kind of talk about like when they when they go into that ship um in that episode uh, I was talking about earlier, where they like find that crashed ship. Like, they kind of talk about how, like, basic those ships are. Like, they're, like... They're really strong, but they're, like, not, like... There's nothing in them and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's all guts. There's no, like, living space or anything inside. There's no seats, even. Yeah. And they don't have a view screen, which sucks. (laughs) That really sucks. It seems like that would inhibit them in some way, but whatever. Yeah, like, why don't you just make the view screen? I don't know. Uh... Eris wants to leave quark behind because he's slowing them down because he has bad cardio <laughs> and Cisco's like we wouldn't have made it out of there without him yeah and they they smile at each other and they how they want to kiss but they don't because they're on duty yeah plus like disco doesn't want to cut his teeth on his teeth. <laughs> yeah, Cisco thinks like I wouldn't kiss a fucking gross ass Ferengi anyway. So Cisco, yeah, plus I hear like- they excrete slime. So <laughs> <laughs> we all excrete slime, and uh, they're transported off the surface while they're talking, and in the runabout, everybody's so fucking happy hugging, except Quark grabs Nog by the ear. Yeah. It's like, we're never going on a field trip again. Like, he's grabbing yeah. him by his testes. <laughs> That's so painful. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, they try to fight, like, a single Hadar fighter, and they can't hit it. They can't do shit. Yeah, it's too quick. But it, like, it disables the Mekong, and it, like, heads to fight the Odyssey, and just fucking obliterates it. Yeah, like communications are down. Like everything's failing, and the like, camera shake is hard going on the inside. It's crazy. Everything's going nuts. Keo's like, "Oh my god!" Oh yeah, they they do like a suicide run. Yeah, they like kamikaze it, dude. And O'Brien's like, "We we were retreating. There was absolutely no yeah. need for that." Cisco says they were sending a message. Yeah. That they'll do whatever is necessary to destroy us. Yeah, he knows. Like, he knows the type of, like, fanaticism that's happening. Yeah. And they, they, they head back to the Alpha Quadrant with their tail between their legs. Yeah, with the Odyssey just gone. Just fucking bye. It just doesn't exist anymore. There's yeah, none so of yeah. it left. It's gone. You gotta tell all those families that all their parents are dead. That'd be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking sucks. Uh, where's the where's the Odyssey? Oh yeah, well it exploded because a ship crashed into it and it was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't wasn't the Odyssey like a scientific discovery vessel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know. How it yeah, goes. you know how it goes. You know, Geminar. get ready. Uh, everybody's leaving the runabout in a very orderly fashion, uh, yeah, with no emotion on any of their faces. Yeah, right. <laughs> But as Cisco's going out, Quark grabs him, and he's like, we need to talk. Uh, this is why I love Quark, right? Like, deep and- down, he's, like, a good person. Like, he didn't have to do that, right? No, he didn't. And uh, she's up at ops, like, Gavin Yeah, they're all like, who's this? A new friend! <laughs> we need a new friend! Show us your Hadouken! <laughs> She's like, I can't believe I'm on the other side of the galaxy. And Cisco comes in and he says, Looks like you'll have to get used to and it. He's got a phaser. And, and they're like, What? And they all back away, like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Disco's pissed <laughs> <laughs> And Quark's with him. And they're like, Oh shit. Oh no. And Quark holds up the collar and he's like, You know, I thought that there might have been a market to sell this. Uh, psychic suppressor in the Alpha Quadrant, but imagine my surprise when I opened it up and there was nothing in there except a lock. It was just a complicated lock, yeah. And he's like, "Uh, you could have used your telekinetic abilities at any time, so why didn't you? And she's like, seems like you already know the answer, Commander. Very good, Commander. And she twirls her mustache. (laughs) (laughs) And the idea is that she... uh, the idea was that the Hadar were going to set her up as, you know, a hostage so that she could come along with the heroes into the Alpha Quadrant and spy for the Dominion. Yeah, which, like, I guess they would—she would get close to, like, some higher-ups because they'd want to debrief her and shit, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Any it's... information she gets is useful information. right. Like, later she, on something hitches on hinges on the fact that O'Brien doesn't drink his coffee a certain way. Oh like my, any God, information that's important. Shit? Dude, <laughs> fucking crazy. But uh, she reveals she's not a founder and then fucking transports off the station. <laughs> Peace. There are no starships nearby, there's no nothing, and they have no way to track the signature uh, her signature because she's not any race that they know of. She probably just killed herself. Probably, yeah. Right? Like it'll be it'll be Eris 2's yeah, problem. It would just be a different one. Like, oh, we gotta make another one now. And they're like, and it does like a slow zoom on Cisco, and he's like, one thing's for certain: the Dominion will be back, and I'm going to be ready for them. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts O'Brien's sunglasses on. <laughs> And O'Brien goes, Hey, hey, those are mine. Keiko gave those to me. Yeah, well they're mine now, bitch. <laughs> here's Whoa. a here's a real John Lagricat fun fact of the week for you. Yes. According to the writer of this episode, Robert Hewitt Wolf, the Dominion already knew about the Federation before the discovery of the Bajoran wormhole. Yeah, they they get into that um in the game a little bit. Uh, they didn't expect contact with the alpha quadrant for another 200 years cuz that's how long it would take for their technology to reach a point where they could get to there. Right. That's cool and though. That's why they do all this like subterfuge shit instead of just strong arming them. Cuz the they're not they, ready for them yet. Yeah, they're not ready and they don't know what they can do yet. Right. They they their projections are off, right? Yeah, exactly. That's fascinating. I love that shit. And for, like, a founder, like, 200 years is, like, a day, right? Like, Yeah, whatever. no doubts. Like, yeah, 200 years, sure. <laughs> uh, producer and many times writer of the series, Iris Stephen Bear, admitted that mistakes were made in the process of defining the personality and nature of the Vorda. This is most evident in the lack of telekinetic powers amongst later Vorda characters and the fact that Eris did nothing to acknowledge Odo as a founder as the idea of the founders being changelings was not conceived of yet. You could, like, hand-wave some of that away. Like, why would she give them that information? Like, she wouldn't say that. She wouldn't be like, maybe she'd be shocked by it, but, like, she's a professional liar, right? Like, she would just act like she didn't know that Odo was a founder. I don't know. That's true. I mean, that would be tough for her, though. It would be hard. And uh, the psychic thing, maybe they just, like, gave her some, like, thing that made her do it. Who knows, right? Sure. Like, whatever. Uh, it's not breaking, universe breaking. No. And uh, two little fun facts is in an, the original version of the script, Quark cited the Tarsus Four Massacre as one of the events that Ferengi couldn't match in their history. What's Tarsus Four? The Tarsus Four massacre is the one that Kirk as a kid was at. Where, oh! Where, like, Governor Kodos killed half the people on the station. Yeah, that's a bad one. Um, <laughs> also, an- another little fun fact, of course, like, you can uh, figure this out just by watching the show, that... The USS Odyssey is a Galaxy class starship because they Mm -hmm. wanted to show that the Jem'Hadar would be a threat even to your beloved Enterprise D. Smart. They don't make it like a like a a Excelsior, you know, which like are old, but they're still using them at this point. Absolutely, it's like top of the line ship. Just fucks it right up. Your beloved, beloved Enterprise D. Your precious Enterprise. Now it, gets, it got fucked in the butt. What are you going to do now?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cry to your mommy. Oh, Captain Picard, oh. oh, man, this is a double. This is a John Larroquette and James Avery fun fact. Of the what day. is it? Uh, reportedly, a number of fans became nervous when they saw the trailer or commercials for this episode, Thinking which it featured was... a shot of the Odyssey exploding, which they oh. thought was the destruction of the Enterprise-D. That's awesome, though. That's, that's so, so cool. That's fucking, I would have loved to have been like, yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> Dude, if I would have saw that, I would have been like, no, Picard. What are oh, you alrighty, You mommy. No, mom! They're gonna kill Picard, <laughs> Captain Picard. They're gonna—they're gonna kill Data. They'd never do that. <laughs> They'd never plan on bringing him back, except for then they don't because somebody in charge of the movies is bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Right? Spot! Spot would have exploded. No! My now cat. I got Josh to care.
1: <laughs> My kitty cat. Fuck,
0: man! This epi- What do you think of this episode? What'd this you is an of? A. This is a good one. I mean, this is really. We were talking about it. Like, this is the start of the the series, right? Like, yeah, this is where it really gets its wheels going. Yeah. And then the next episode, they get the defiant, or the next couple episodes. I think it is the next one. Uh, so that's when the show, like the main arc, starts and. Uh, it's great. It's great from here on out. This is the point where the show really becomes an overarching plot instead yeah. of just being much more episodic. Like there are, there are things that continue onward in the first two seasons, but nothing with this type of weight to it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The Dominion this is
0: really important. The Dominion's the most important thing in this entire series. Like in my opinion, there Bad are always Starfleet. those people who think the Prophets are the most important. It's all connected. It's all the same shit, right? Sort of. I mean, the Prophets are definitely disconnected from the Dominion. Like, the only thing they have in common is that they go through the wormhole. No, but the Dominion has their own the Prophets, right? It's the like Founders. A, yeah, it's like a mirror, right? Like, the Dominion's like an evil, twisted mirror of the Federation. Sure. And like, the prophets are also just aliens, just like the changeless. Yeah, just like, right.
1: I would just say that like like to Kira founders.
0: all the time. I'd be like, hey Kira, how are those aliens you love doing? Damn, that would be like you get fired. It'd be full on <laughs> Richard Dawkins level of <laughs> tip my hat atheism at her. You still believe in your space fairies, Kira? <laughs> She'd probably just wind up falling in love with you. She loves yeah, everybody on this I was about show. to say I fucking pull her pigtails on the on the swings. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, fuck you. I love you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, hey, man. hey
0: Kira, how are you fucking space wizards doing? <laughs> hey, you wanna go to the Replimat? <laughs> what are you doing later? <laughs> God damn it, Kira, what are you doing after this? <laughs> Do you want to <laughs> fucking hang out? God. Uh, yeah. This episode is an A for me for hang. sure. Yeah, fully fully an A. Easy A. It's a episode that gets the ball rolling that never stops until the the last season kind of starts dropping the ball a little bit. Yeah, right. the last season is a whole wrap up season, and that's never, never no. good. You can get away with like half of a season doing that, right? Sure, depending on how long your, your season is. But yeah, I mean, if your season is like twenty six episodes, you can get away with that for sure. But not like the whole season is just like we know where this is going, right? Like we know. Yeah. And uh, it's it's okay. Like there's it's it's fine. Is it the se- is seven? The- yeah, seven's the one that starts with Cisco being crazy. Yeah, and they're it- in the desert. He he like loses his mind a little bit. Yeah. He gets like self he puts himself in like self exile. He like goes back home, right? He's like trying to figure out why like what his destiny is. We're not going to get into spoilers or anything for it, but yeah. um yeah, that that's the season starts strong. It starts it really does. strong. And then it kind of drops the ball. And well, then Worf is just, like, an idiot, and you're like, okay, we're good. Yeah, Worf becomes, like, you think he's enough of an asshole already? Like, a fun, hating, stick in the mud yeah. piece of shit in space 9? He's an actual dickhead. He gets so much worse. He's like, don't talk about my dead wife. <laughs> spoilers! You keep her name off your pussy lips. <laughs> I want everybody to know, if you're keeping a little scorecard at home, how many spoilers each of us does... Josh is beating me by a lot. Oh, I, I want do you guys have a to lot. Know. <laughs> Dude, go, it's on Netflix. Everyone has Netflix. Go watch the show. Yeah, you really like I feel like if you're a big Star Trek fan, you're doing yourself the biggest disservice in the world if you yeah. haven't already watched all of Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Go fucking watch it. Like, you won't regret it. Do it. No. Like I know like a friend of mine that I've known forever, she like literally just started watching Deep Space 9 with no information beforehand. Didn't it's been watch. on Netflix for like 15 years. <laughs> she didn't watch any Star Trek before this. Like her dad was a Star Trek fan, but she didn't watch any of it, and now she's like fucking in love with Quark. Like Quark is the <laughs> best character in the world. To her. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Uh, also she's in love with Kira but for real. Yeah, His no, everybody isn't. is. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's normal. The Quark thing. Eh. <laughs> but Kira, yeah. Everybody has characters they love that they don't want to fuck. Who? <laughs> okay, I mean, maybe I'm talking to the wrong guy on this. <laughs> <laughs> O'Brien, want to fuck him. Bashir, definitely want to fuck him. He'd he be like a super fuck, right? Like he, he'd he be a superhuman fucker. Oh, dude, he would know. Ex- like he would just be super intuitive about what you're into. He would know everything. He would just look um, at you and be like, "Oh yeah, this guy likes this." <laughs> um, I do know that O'Brien's fucking into feet real heavy. He mentions yeah. that a couple times early on in the series. Yeah, that's weird. Um, if you're into feet, whatever. Uh, don't tell me. Anyway, um, <laughs> keep it a surprise. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. This episode was sponsored by two different groups of people. <laughs> First off, it was sponsored by Bits Chips and Flipped Scripts, an yep. incredible podcast hosted by Bam and Cam, which you can find uh, on iTunes, on uh, other other, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Other podcasting, areas. Any, anywhere you get your good podcasts, at, you can find uh-huh. bits, chips, and flip scripts. You can find them on Twitter at BC and FS. Go follow them immediately, please. It would be a a favor to not only us but to yourself because they make a fucking great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also sponsored every month by our patrons over at Patreon.com/slash/MclassPodcast. Yay. We're pres- Little as $1 a month, you get access to wallpapers, behind-the-scenes content, a Discord server full of just giant weirdos, <laughs> A uh, you get access at higher tiers to more podcasts, like yeah. I think we do three different podcasts sporadically on the Patreon that you can't get anywhere else, it'll never be free. Secret podcast. You gotta pay for it uh, at higher tiers. Like uh, starting soon, we're gonna be doing a T-shirt giveaway <gasps> every month on Patreon.com/slash/MClassPodcast. If you're a patron and uh, you raise your uh, pledge a certain amount for that month, you will uh, be entered into a giveaway, not a raffle. A giveaway. Giveaway. Uh, raffle is illegal and will get us kicked off Patreon. Yeah, it's a giveaway. <laughs> For a uh, M-Class Podcast t-shirt. I'm going to be designing new t-shirts as we go along. And every time a new one goes up, you'll be able to uh, maybe win one. I want to win one. Uh, You can't. (laughs) <laughs> so head on over to patreon.com slash podcast I'd uh, like to give a special thank you to Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race is our theme song you find him on uh, iTunes on Bandcamp, on Spotify anywhere great music is found mm-hmm. and find him on Twitter at underscore Vitizen underscore amazing music amazing music, amazing guy love yep. that guy uh, thank you everybody for tuning in uh, follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast. Shoot us an email, mclassemail at gmail.com to be on our other show. We're about to record right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, wow, that was like the sound effect when you hit the big muscle guy in Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> that I was know, exactly I, it. I know exactly the sound effect. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Bye-bye. bye bye I'm mentally ill.